Welcome to the Happy Place podcast. I'm Rina, your host. I'm a Shibari artist, tantric body worker, former dominatrix, and extreme sports athlete. I guide people to their core, creating safe spaces for healing and self-discovery. Since childhood, I've challenged societal norms. Through extreme sports, tantra, unconventional sexuality, and psychedelics, I've discovered profound truths. This podcast is for seekers like me, exploring meaning and spiritual illumination in the midst of life's intensity. Get ready to be inspired, amazed, and transformed as we unravel the mysteries of the happy place. Hello and welcome to the Happy Place podcast. And today it's episode number 13. The topic of the day is brought to you by a very popular request. Um, A lot of people asked me to speak on a subject of low libido, specifically for women. And yet I can see that what I have to share can be very much relatable for men as well. Now, I've been avoiding this subject. Uh, Somehow, I felt like internet is full of all kinds of ideas and suggestions and advice and all of that. It's just full like sex coaches of Instagram are there to educate you and bring you all kinds of flavors to try on this, to try that. And today I felt an inspiration. Today I felt like, wow, now it's my time to share I have to share because I felt like I've been looking into the subject from various angles. First of all, from my connection with myself, from my connection with my lovers, and also from stories and sharings and confessions of many, many clients that I saw over the years. Let me share with you who am I in case you're new to this podcast and to my work. So my name is Rina and I am a vulnerability guide. I create safe spaces to fall apart. How does it look sexually? Well, it looks in the following ways. I offer tantric body work for men and women. I specialize mostly on women these days as I help women open up to the fullness of their orgasmic potential and release anything and everything that's on the way of their deepest pleasure. I also offer sex coaching, intimacy coaching, and all kinds of retreats and workshops in the areas of vulnerability, intimacy, sexuality. I'm also specializing in the realms of BDSM as I'm a former dominatrix and I worked in New York City as a dom for about a decade, um, helping men understand and dive into their deepest fantasy and offering them their exploration, their shadow work as a means of connecting to themselves as a holistic experience that can help them in their everyday life endeavors. I'm also considering myself a spiritual teacher, someone who is passionate about including sexuality into spirituality and including spirituality into sexuality. I've been on a path of Tantra for quite some time as I've been going to various schools and retreats and practicing meditation and yoga and I feel like I have lots to share in the realms of including sexuality into everyday life and, of course, into our intimacy and sexuality as well. I find this is very powerful and really important, and I feel like today's conversation, today's sharing will 
be an important piece. So let me dive straight into the subject of today. I will offer three unpopular ideas on how to deal with low libido. Now, this subject can be relevant for both men and women and for both partnered and single. So whether you are in partnership or you are single, whether you are a man or a woman, now if you're experiencing the problem, the struggle of having low desire, like not having sex drive, not having strong passion for your partner or for yourself in the case when you're single, you just don't desire to pleasure yourself. I feel like this podcast is for you. So stay with me. I'm going to offer you something different, something maybe some of you might consider it a bit unusual because it might not sound like it relates directly uh, to libido. Like it's not like, oh, just bring vibrator and here you have your desire. So I like to go deep. Some of you might know me from my other topics and sharing since lectures and this is one of my uh, signature traits that I don't like superficial advice right like I was just at a um, dinner table and there were women sitting there and one we- one of women just opened up really abruptly like hey I just don't have desire for my partner he's an amazing man beautiful person like attractive all is great and yet I just don't feel it and in fact I'm repulsed by him when he's trying to approach me and I could see in her body language how much pain that is and how difficult it is for her to face that how much shame she's experiencing and how much it um, harms her relationship with her partner as I can see how much she loves him and cares deeply for him and yet just, she just cannot find that drive in her. And as she was sharing, one of the girls sitting next to her just shouted like, why don't you give him a blowjob? Why don't you do that? And I could see how she felt so misunderstood, like she was tensing up and she was just shutting down and she didn't want to speak about this anymore because I can relate. I can relate to the situation of wanting to open up and wanting to be heard and then hearing some quick and superficial conclusion advice and then realizing, okay, why did I even start this? Like maybe for her, just giving a blowjob to her partner is one of the most natural things she can do. And yet when you have low libido, like why would you pleasure your partner when you don't really have that authentic, true desire, like you don't want to make sexuality into a duty. Unfortunately, this is quite the case for many as I'm collecting intake forms. I'm asking women a lot of questions when they come to see me for body work. And it's a very common struggle. They share that their sexuality becomes a duty because they think they're supposed to do something for their partner, especially if their partner is an amazing, great person, of course they want to please them and then they start doing it not from a place of desire and true intimacy and instead they are starting to mimic whatever they saw in porn movie or doing something they believe they're supposed to do to make their partner happy. 
I had one girlfriend who once confessed to me that she's been doing something sexually with her partner out of fear of losing him, out of fear of being abandoned or him going to see another woman. She she wanted to see be the best for him. She wanted to be the sexiest, the most beautiful one. And it's understandable. And I see that the struggle is real. We want to be great lovers. We want to be great partners. And we want to fake it until we make it in a way. We want to make it look like we got it. We are doing this, right? We are great mothers. We are great businesswomen. And we can still be great lovers on top of it. So we can just push ourselves a bit and really make it work. So here I am to share that if you want to find your path to true connection to yourself, true intimacy and true love, you better give this up. You better give up the duty. You better give up performance. And you better give up your desire to please partner in order for them not to leave you. Now, when it comes to single people, men and women, the way it can look like is that there is no desire for yourself. And some of us might think, well, we can just touch ourselves with the vibrator and feel it and just get off and go to sleep. And yet that's also another superficial solution uh, in, of the situation that can bring you to something much more meaningful. Now, let me share my recent struggle, which is quite vulnerable sharing, but I'm a person who has a very active and dynamic life. And recently I didn't have any lover around me. I'm not in a relationship. And I was not really connecting with myself intimately. I wasn't really pleasuring myself or making time for a self-pleasure practice. And my excuse was, well, I just don't feel it. I'm not in the mood. I'd rather watch a movie before I go to sleep, read a book, do my spiritual practice, chat with my friend. Like there are other things that I want to do, but I don't really feel like touching myself. So here's another example of how low libido might look like if you're single. And that can feel normal. It can feel fine. Nothing wrong about taking a total celibacy time when you're not touching yourself, when you're not having a lover there's nothing wrong with that. And yet, my invitation for you to become more intentional and conscious about that. One way is to just decide like, wow, this time I want to consciously be celibate. Another thing is just to ignore yourself and just to abandon yourself and just to give up connection with your body, connection with your yoni. Right? So you can just give up without even thinking. Well, you're just too busy. Uh, responsibilities take over and you just don't have time or make all kinds of excuses around it. So let me start coming from problem into the solution. I hope you're able to relate to this problem as I can completely imagine it's very much relatable to many, many people out there. So the first response is to feel ashamed about it, to ignore it, to repress it, to pretend that everything is all right. And let me tell you that it's 
common to have such response that something is wrong with me, something wrong with my partner. Criticism does not help. Judgment does not help. It's not a kind solution. The kind solution would be inquiry, is just start looking a bit deeper and start trying to understand what does this mean for you, right? Someone else might solve the problem with a sex toy and that's enough for them. But check it out for yourself. I advise you to, first of all, acknowledge that your pleasure is important and you deserve to experience sexual bliss. This is step number one. And when you start believing this, even 10%, you're ready for the step number two. Step number two is to inquire, huh? If I trust that I deserve the deepest sexual pleasure, the deepest intimacy with myself and others, why it's not there? What stops me from that? And this is when you can start discarding your silly excuses such as lack of time. And this is when you can start looking into yourself and seeing what's there. So here is my vulnerable sharing. This is what happened with me when I was able to question that. So it was like a busy time for me. I was doing many things and I was ignoring connecting with my body and my pleasure. So then I inquired, like I had a free evening for myself when I felt like, well, I want to give myself yoni massage. I want to practice self-pleasure today. It will be my special date with myself. And I started to look into myself, like what stops me? Because I just didn't have that desire. Like even the ideas of putting some oil on my body made me feel, I'm just too lazy for that. I don't feel like, I don't feel like putting oil on my body. Okay, so why? What do I feel like? What's important to me? So what happened is that I allowed myself to get lazy. Well, if I'm lazy, let me get lazy. And what it meant is that I created a beautiful sacred space, put an altar, put beautiful lights, put um, some satsang on the background, because for me, satsang is what helps me to bring some spiritual essence into the space, to elevate the spirit, to bring a higher level of consciousness into my being. And then I started to look within, like, what's there? And I started to feel my body, and my body felt full of tension. And as I started to tune into these tensions, I started to feel emotions there. And the emotions were not a comfortable ones. There was some frustration. There was some, mm, it's hard to describe, different flavors of frustration, I would say. That was the strongest one. Like, uh, uh, I'm so sick and tired of this and that. So I was uncomfortable. And the first the reflex is, well, let me get into something more productive than that. It's not working tonight. I'm not feeling it. Uh, the emotions are this and my body feels this. It's not the time. So um, the deal breaker for me was to stay with myself in that, to meet myself right there. And if I bring parallels from my work with my clients, that's also a deal breaker for them. When a woman comes to me, for example, for a body work, it's not like she's not in the mood. She maybe just met me. She's uncomfortable. She just had breakup. Like she can be in so many different states. And I'm not expecting her to be full of desire. 
or inspired or juicy, playful. I don't expect her to be any of this at all. I welcome her and meet her exactly as she is. And I don't have any filter or dualistic thoughts around what's appropriate and what's not, what's wrong, what's right, how I want to see her. I hope she's horny today. Like none of those thoughts whatsoever. I just meet her where she is and I breathe with her. So I did the same with myself. Of course, when you do it to yourself, it can be harder because we are stuck in our own minds and it can be quite hard to get out of this habitual loops of thinking and search of comfort and pleasure because what I'm sharing here is about being able to stay with discomfort. Discomfort in a physical body as well as energetic body and emotional body. Like any discomfort that you're feeling in your field, being able to stay with it and really be there for yourself. And this is the deal breaker. This is a very unpopular advice when it comes to dealing with low libido. And yet I find this is a deal breaker, being able to create space to meet yourself where you are. Now, I went straight into key point, but there is one step before that. And I can easily take it for granted, but at the same time, I realized that in the business of life, it's not easy to meet yourself in all your uncomfortable places, first of all, because we don't make time for that. Even when we go on vacations, we can end up being busy, 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 running from one thing into another. And that's definitely my case. I would think that I'm taking vacation and I'm taking a break for myself. But in reality, what would happen is that I would feel my schedule fully and I would have no time for really being with myself. And then I would come back home from vacation feeling more tired and needing more vacation. Why? Because the really obvious is easily overlooked, taking really time to be with yourself. And by that, I mean, if you're alone, if you're single, then really being alone, fully alone. And when it comes to being with your partner and those who are in partnership, then really creating quality time, intimate time, special time with your partner to be together and trust me i've been there too i've been in a relationship before where we would take a vacation together and our schedule will be so busy and we would be surrounded by so many people amazing people great things to do and yet we would not make time for connection with one another for deep intimate connection with one another we would possibly have time for a quickie before we go to bed, but we would not have time for deep, intimate connection with one another. So this would be the step number one, creating time and space for deep, intimate connection with yourself or with your loved one. And this can be huge. It's obvious and yet it's so easy to skip that. And so many relationships fall apart because of lack of that deep intimate time together and it's understandable especially if you have children wow if you have work and you have children it becomes quite a scarcity and that's what makes it even more precious it's important to make it a priority 
pride priority above all even if your priority is children well guess what your connection with your partner is the foundation of future of your children really similarly similarly with work it's so important to prioritize deep intimate connection now if you are single that can be even more difficult because it feels like why would i want to be left alone to feel all these uncomfortable feelings there is nothing interesting about this i would rather go on dates i would rather explore do something exciting totally get it and yet bear with me this what i'm sharing is super important so going back to my case and how i did it so i ended up being there with myself and feeling all these difficult emotions and sensations sometimes it would be purely about sensations in my body i would really sink into my body and feel all this discomfort different tensions different difficult energies hard to describe things i cannot name or explain well but i felt it i really dove into all of those sensations and just stay there and at some point those sensations and all these tensions they turned into emotions and i started to feel the cry within myself which was not even mine i could sense there was a flavor that was something that my mother experienced i could feel it's her in me and i remember her at that time like as i was a teen and she was alone crying in the kitchen and as a child i couldn't understand what's happening and there was a sense that i'm feeling right now i'm feeling her right there and i'm feeling her thoughts her ideas this victimhood of not being able to find the right partner not having a strong man there to take care of her not having someone who can be tender with her and understand her and give her love she deserves i felt it in me and it was uncomfortable to the degree of being unbearable like wow i don't want to feel this i'm better than that it's not me it's not my thought i don't agree with this and yet it was coming through me and i just opened up and i allowed it to take over me and i created that space to fall apart now it's my um slogan i think that's how it's called right my tagline uh, what i'm sharing about my work uh, creating safe spaces to fall apart and here i am i gave it to myself and i just gave myself a chance to experience all those thoughts and feelings whether they are agreeable or not whether they're comfortable or not i just gave myself space to be with them and i dove into them and i just became a total emotional mess i cried and i pulled myself by the hair i didn't harm myself i was gentle and yet it was still like uh that level of self hatred that was passing through me i gave myself a chance to experience all of this all of this for a couple of hours yeah and on the background i heard um a teacher meditation teacher i have various ones that i highly respect this time i was listening to titnath han and somehow he represents a lot of love and compassion to me and i it just 
touch a certain chord within me that activates that deep compassion. And I felt that compassion for myself. And I was just breathing and smiling at myself. Like, yeah, I feel this pain and I smile at it. And I feel this longing and those dark thoughts. And I can love them. I can just be with them. And on the other side of it, it started to feel lighter. And when I felt lighter, I felt that I'm ready to honor my body. I spontaneously started to touch my foot and I put some oil on it because the skin was so dry. Like, oh, the skin is so dry. It deserves some moist and coconut oil. Let me just pour some of it in my skin. And then I had a call to add some frankincense oil. And I added a few drops and it smelled so good. It felt some really, this frankincense has that secrecy in it. Like there is a sense of being purified and bringing this energy of sacred container into my body, my temple, my space. And I started to rub it in my leg and just doing it really slowly and lovingly and really not trying to get anywhere, but really connecting with my body. So this is the point number three that I want to recommend you is not to go straight away for genitals, not to go for stimulation. And instead of offer a love and kindness for yourself, offer emotional safety, offer loving touch, create space of love, not lust. This is the key here, creating space of love, not lust, right? And there is a space of lust, of desire, trying to get horny and juicy. It's like you're limiting yourself. You are multidimensional beings and there are so many levels within yourself. And it's so important to honor them, right? There is this ancestry line that lives within you with all its strength and wisdom. And at the same time, all these generational traumas and pains and struggles, all of it is right there in you. You are it. In fact, if you think that your parents, your grandparents are separate from you, this is a big mistake they have passed themselves into you. They are part of you. You are them. There is no separation. And it's important to honor that. And often the pain that you're feeling is really coming from somewhere else, somewhere far back in the past lives of your grandma or something. So the point is, is welcome all of yourself. All of yourself matters. And it's important to welcome all these layers of wisdom and pain. And of course, for many of us, it's easier to welcome pleasure and wisdom. We're so habituated to seek that. And my recommendation is to welcome everything. If you feel like crying, welcome it. If you're angry, welcome it. If you're jealous, welcome it. Take it in. Really open up the space. Create safety. Right, creating space and time comes together with making sure you're in the cozy space where you are safe. Everything is 
just yours. It's there is confidentiality, there is safety, there is respect, there is a warm temperature, there everything is tidy around you. Whatever makes you feel safe, so you can welcome and bear everything that can feel unbearable at times. All the pain and traumas of your generations, all the physical struggles within your body, all the emotions you didn't allow yourself to feel during the day. Perhaps this is the time to really welcome them. Touch the scars on yourself, speaking physically and metaphorically, right? It's I have scars on my body and I'm not so proud of them, honestly, because I kind of would be nicer if I didn't have them. And yet it's so important for me to honor them and touch them and love them. In fact, there is there was one lover in my life who went straight for my scars in our foreplay and that ended up being the most beautiful moment I'm remembering from lovemaking with him that touched me so deeply that he didn't go for my sexy places. He went for my vulnerable places. So that's why I want to emphasize this approach to low libido. Your low libido can be coming from a place of not welcoming all of yourself. And this is very common, right? So this is very common. We end up being stuck in our minds instead of being in our bodies because we don't want to feel it, right? Our, body, our mind is a defense against what's uncomfortable in the body. So instead of feeling it fully, we can just disappear into our thoughts and plans and decisions and go, go, go. I get it, but it's important to feel. And once you feel all of it, that's when the energy starts to flow. And the energy in your body is your sexual energy, right? The life force energy is the sexual energy. And it starts to flow freely once you welcome yourself fully, all of yourself. When really all of you is welcome, this is when the juices start flowing. And this is why I highly encourage you to create that space of total equanimity and safety where you can experience all of yourself. Now, how does it look with your partner? If you're in the relationship and you have that struggle of having low libido, what I recommend is step number one, ask your partner that, hey, our intimacy is important and I really long for connection with you. It can look sexual. It might be more heartfelt conversation, but I'm longing for deeper connection with you. Let's make time for that. I cannot do it fast on the run between like lunch break or something. No, it has to be a, a substantial amount of time. It has to be a few hours when we can be unrushed, uninterrupted in a safe space where no one can come in. So creating that safe space with your partner is crucial. Second step is start by connecting to all levels of each other. And this can come as eye gazing. This can come as starting to share, giving each person five minutes at a time to speak everything they really feel, they really crave, desire, want, everything they couldn't share before without interruption. Five-minute timer, one person shares, another five-minute, next person shares, and then switching a couple of times. So 
each person can just share what's on their heart and be heard. Each person has a chance to share their truth, the truth about themselves, what they feel, and the truth about the relationship. And this is an opportunity to deeply listen to each other. And it's not the time to negotiate and strategize. The time for intimacy is when you just listen to each other, when your biggest priority is to understand each other, to hear each other so deeply, to really connect and be able to get it, to really understand what it feels like to be in their shoes. Now, maybe some of you know the classic examples of best sex happening after fighting. And this is exactly why, because during fights, people lose their face. They just allow themselves to be messy and out of control and just shout it and cry it and share all these things that's not so appropriate and not so nice, right? I'm talking about classic dramatic fights. Of course, your case might be a lot more civilized, but uh, the, the example of it is that after such a massive fight, people feel horny. <laughs> and why does it happen? It's because they were able to open up to each other. Of course, it wasn't the most conscious way to do it, and I'm not recommending you to take that route. There is a more civilized route to do the same. And the same is when you create safety for the messy experience for being able to share and see each other's eyes and hear each other's breath and see how the skin color changes as the emotions are coming to see your partner crying or angry or frustrated or their longings their dreams their grief anything that's really there and so often these things are hidden in a relationship because people want to be nice, look nice, especially if you're a man and you want to be manly and appropriate. No, this is an opportunity to, for you to share your fragile hearts and to be seen. And nothing is more precious than being embraced in your most vulnerable place. When you're sharing something that feels deeply shameful and your partner says, I hear you. I got you. I'm here for you. Thank you so much for sharing this with me. I so appreciate you. Like hearing that can be priceless, can be the best way to confess love. Right? So often we crave for this type of confession. When someone sees us in our deepest struggle, deepest pain, and the most shameful confessions, and then they still embrace us. They're still there for us. This is the best recipe for your sexual desires, for your juiciest lovemaking, for your deepest passion, for your transcendental tantric sexual experiences. Right? So often we want to take away this superficiality, right? Like this superficial, transactional, quick, quick, uh, let me stimulate you, I stimulate me. No, a lot of us, and I hope you're one of those people as you're listening to this type of podcast, a lot of us want a sacred union. We want to experience this deep oneness, deepest possible intimacy on every possible level, physical, spiritual, energetic, emotional, all of it. 
We want to feel the universes making love to each other and becoming one, the Shiva and Shakti becoming whole and this lovemaking. We want to feel that, that level of oneness and unity. And I advise you not to settle for any less. And of course, give yourself a break if one day you're not in that type of space. And yet, this is the baseline for what's possible. This transcendental experience of lovemaking is there for you. It's available for you. And in order to get there, we need to start by embracing our raw humanness, treating our raw humanness as your stairway to heaven. And the last part of this is being unrushed, not trying to get anywhere, right? What if... What if in this particular day, after maybe you experience grief or some difficulty, and all you want is an embrace, you're connected with your yoni, and she just says, no, not today. I don't feel like being orgasmic today. And that's fine. And that's exactly where you honor yourself. You never criticize yourself for not wanting to go deeper sexually. Never shame yourself. This is so important. Even if the whole world rejects you, shames you, you embrace yourself. You need to have a capacity to love yourself no matter what and honor your body. So if your yoni or your lingam says, no, not today, it doesn't mean that you no longer continue in this self-pleasure or intimacy practice. No, you can still continue with a soft embrace, with compliments towards yourself, a soft, gentle, soothing touch. You can continue. In fact, you're very encouraged to continue. It doesn't mean that now you stop and you'll do something better and more productive and you know, orgasms or nothing. <laughs> no, there is a lot of depth and pleasure in the most subtle, deep, nourishing, loving, kind, tender connection with yourself and your partner, which way not involve sexuality that particular day. And guess what? The next day it will come. If not next day, the following, be patient. Give yourself room to experience this intimacy and meet yourself and your partner exactly where you are exactly where they at. So to wrap up my personal self-pleasure practice that I just started sharing to you, it went so beautiful. I spent a couple of hours meeting my darkness, my dark thoughts, my difficult emotions, tensions in the body. I got to meet my mom within myself. And after that, I started to touch my whole body very gently with so much care and tenderness, starting from my feet and then putting all these oils everywhere. And then finally, I just gently tap my yoni and ask, do I feel like being touched? And there was an answer, yes. And then when it comes to touching my yoni, it was completely intuitive. I was already in this deep, intuitive, subtle, like altered state where I'm not in my head anymore. I'm not having a strategy or step-by-step -step instructions how to touch my yoni. No, I was going with the flow and I allowed my body to move 
and I allowed my voice to express myself and I allowed my tears to come because at some point it somehow sexual energy just triggered my tears and I didn't even know for what I'm crying. It was just a major release and it was so beautiful and it was so much love and tenderness for myself and I just became so intuitive. I started to receive all sorts of downloads and it was profound. And I could see that, wow, I could have completely skipped that and just watched the movie that night. But thank God I decided to create that safe space to fall apart. So therefore, this podcast, I really hope this will be helpful and some of you try it. And please let me know how it goes. I'll be so happy to hear from you. So let me wrap this up by giving you a summary of everything I just shared. Now, the step number one is to create time and space as ample of time as possible, giving the whole evening, the whole day, half the day, great, but few hours at least, few hours, giving that time and space for you just to give it to yourself, to be with yourself without any distractions. Whether you're in partnership or alone, I'm speaking about the time, the sacred time and space for your intimacy, for your connection with yourself or with your partner where both of you are on board. And then making the space beautiful, cozy, safe. And this is where you create safety to be with yourself, with all of you. And welcome all of you. Bring on board every part and piece within yourself, your emotions, your thoughts. Right? We are not here to push away the thoughts. We want to welcome and love all of them. And all the difficult thoughts, all the challenging emotions, specifically welcome. As a lost child, it needs to be given a special attention so it can come home. So this is how you treat those difficulties and thoughts and challenges, emotions. Welcome all of it and give it time and be with that. Know that you're safe. If it comes to being with your partner, open up to your partner. Allow them to open up to you and be with it. No expectations, just meet each other in vulnerability. Next step, honor the whole body. Don't go for genitals. Intuitively feel which body needs touch and give it touch. I love body oils, coconut oil, smells good, feels amazing on the skin. Touch yourself everywhere. Don't go right away for the most strategic places. Don't even touch your heart right away just start from a periphery and then build up to the most tender places to your heart your yoni your breasts your lingam to your buttocks anything just give it some time before you go to those more intense vulnerable or juicy places and finally this is when you are ready to dive into your pleasure once you touch yourself in your whole body, once you honor yourself in all of your levels of existence, this is when you are ready for deep lovemaking with yourself or with your loved one. So I could give you lots of more tips around what toys to use, how to touch yourself, where to touch. But the cru crucial part of this is creating safe space to be vulnerable and welcoming all of the levels of yourself. So 
wishing you the best in your exploration of connection to your self, to your pleasure, to your sexual energy. And I will continue my explorations with you and we will see each other again in the upcoming episodes. So if you enjoyed this episode, please share it with someone that you care for. Perhaps it will be helpful for them as well. Don't hesitate to share your feedback with me. I will really appreciate it. Or if you want to share it on your social media, super appreciate it. I really want this to be received by those who really need it. As this episode, I can imagine it can be life-changing. And yeah, I will appreciate your five-star review and on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. All of this support is really, really welcome. And wishing you the most beautiful, beautiful day. Oh, last thing that I almost forgot. And in case you're a woman, this is only for women. Now, if you're a man, you can turn off this podcast. <laughs> and if you're a woman, you are invited. Because if you listen all the way till here, you're the right kind of woman for this event. So I'm hosting and retreat, experiential retreat, certification retreat, sacred feminine touch ceremony. It's for women who want to go deeper into their pleasure and also perhaps take it into the world and become certified yoni massage practitioner. My mentor Suri and I, we offer this extensive coaching container with an experiential retreat for women only to join the sisterhood where you get to touch each other <laughs> to receive yoni massages hands-on and to give yoni massages and join our long coaching container where we will take it a lot deeper because what I just shared is just scratching the surface. I want to take you to the deepest possibility of your orgasmic potential and I want you to share it with the world. I want you to have an ability to educate other women because once you experience it, you want nothing less, but you want to have everyone else experience that. The whole world, all women of the world to be able to connect to their deepest desire, deepest pleasure and to realize it's in their hands and they have the key to connection to their body, their orgasms and their bliss. So we have our program starting February 1st and our in-person retreat will be March 1st, 2nd or third in austin texas don't hesitate to send me a message and we can have a chemistry call where we can feel into each other and see if this is the right program for you and yeah wishing you the best and this is my time to say goodbye until next one <laughs>